0: Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with the daily Vary Investing uh, video cast or podcast. In today' podcast, didn't one didn't do one today at midday? Got a lot going on today. Let's get to it. Hope you all had a great Friday and a good week, and uh, big weekend coming up. A lot happening here. Obviously, you know, look, Jeremy Siegel today from the Wharton School of Business went on CNBC, and I'm telling you straight up, this interview will be remembered. This interview will be talked about like Rick Santelli's comments that started the Tea Party. Many years ago on CNBC. Also, uh, uh, not a big Jim Cramer fan here personally, but everybody remembers Jim Cramer uh, going on his show or in an interview on CNBC back in 2008 saying they know nothing. Talking about the Federal Reserve letting, uh, letting Lehman Brothers go under and then not providing more uh, uh, liquidity as, as the financial system and housing uh, crash took place. By the way, that was caused by the Federal Reserve too. They caused them all, folks. They cause them all. Jeremy Siegel's uh, CNBC uh, talk today, interview today, will go down in that uh, in that ballpark of being fantastic. Just you have to watch it. It's on my it's on my uh, Truth Social account, on my Getter account. A clip of it is two minutes. The longer version, I recommend you watch it online. It'll be everywhere. Uh, watch it this weekend if you're serious. If you're serious about the markets, if you're serious about making money and uh, about making sense of the insanity that's unfolding right now before our eyes, you'll want to watch Jerry Siegel. He is a genius. He's got an amazing memory. Uh, uh, you'll see, he just rolls off data and exactly accurate. Let me, I'm going to go ahead and start here. These are a few of the things he said today about Jay Powell as he completely eviscerated Jay Powell. Took him to the woodshed. After Jay Powell's presser I said, I wrote it up and I said it on a on on cast. I said it, he was psychotic. I use the word often, psychotic. Now, I don't walk around saying people are psychotic for every day of, of, of my life, okay? It's not a word I just haphazardly throw around. What Jake Cow was saying on his Wednesday presser was psychotic because anytime you're talking about purposefully making sure that millions of Americans are unemployed in any. I don't care what the situation is. You are a psychotic individual. And, and I said that if there are any honest reporters left, the Jay Powell wouldn't be able to stand in front of that microphone because the questions would be too intense for him. And he wouldn't go before a mic. Jeremy Siegel hit on both of those topics today. I just loved watching it. I just love this man um it, it the market was down 700 points uh we rallied off of that this is the kind of thing that it's going to take right reasoned market a true market experts jeremy siegel is a monetary policy expert Uh longtime professor at the wharton school of business the guy knows more than jay powell will ever know about uh forget about monetary policy okay Um, here are some of the things that Jeremy Siegel said today about Jerome Powell and the Fed and the presser on Wednesday and the actions they're taking. He said poor monetary policy is an understatement about about the policy the Fed has right now. He made the point over and over again. Look, a year ago, the Federal Reserve said we didn't have inflation, right? It was transitory. That's when we had an inflation problem, and everybody watching knew it. But the Fed continued to be, right? The Fed can continue with these monetary policies to, to, to keep stimulus into the system, right? And to keep the money flowing. Um, so again, Jeremy Siegel, poor monetary policy is an understatement. Then he said, <clears throat> these are all quotes, <clears throat> this is one of the biggest policy mistakes in the 110-year history of the Fed. As I've been telling, saying here, this is, we're witnessing the fifth major policy mistake in just the last seven years, six to seven years, all under Jay Powell. This man does not know what he's doing, and he's going to crash the whole system. He said we've gone from underreporting inflation, which we've done for many years. Of course, we all know that. Tyler talked about shadow stats in his podcast this week. Um, we've the 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 Federal Reserve has always underreported inflation, saying it's two percent all the time. It's never been two percent. It's always been five, six, seven, eight percent. Anybody that lives as a human being knows this. Well, now Jeremy Siegel said we've gone from underreporting to now we're overreporting. So he's accusing, he's flat out accusing Jay Powell and his uh, his band of money printing brethren. He's accusing them of overreporting inflation to keep their boot on the throat of the American people and American businesses. He's talked about no one in the Fed is dissenting. And how many times have have you heard me talk about this, folks? How many times have you heard me say, when all the economists are saying go left, you should go right? My mentor, Ted Parsons, taught me at an early age. When all the economists agree, they're wrong. They're always wrong. The majority is always wrong. Not sometimes, all the time. Jeremy Siegel (laughs) is saying exactly what I know to be true. From my career, except uh, he's a very distinguished economist and monetary policy expert. I'm just, I'm just, a, I run a blog, you know what I mean? Um, and then this one. Uh, he said, and, and, and Jay Powell, this again, this is Jeremy Siegel talking about Jay Powell. Jay Powell did an interview last week, earlier this week, where he said, quote unquote, everybody's talking about this, by the way, too. He said, money supply isn't important to follow. Jeremy Siegel just lost. It. What do you mean? Monetary uh, money supply is not important to follow. That is the very definition of inflation. Exactly right. Uh, he said this is illogical in the extreme. Again, for, for look me. Okay, I get animated. Right. I'm, I, I call it like I see it. Always have. Always will. And um, you know, I, 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 my my, uh, my governor, uh, my my uh, my is not is not to, is not on very tight. Jeremy Siegel doesn't use this kind of language. So for a man of his stature right and credibility to go on CNBC and he said I'm very he said I'm very upset. I'm very upset. This is not the way this man usually talks at all. Again, this is big. I want to point it out because you'll remember this folks this will go down in the annals of uh, of investing media as one of the best interviews ever done Scott Wabner, CNBC fabulous interview. I, I, I very rarely, uh, I don't I don't watch CNBC. I only did because one of our clients said, you got to watch this. And he sent me the interview. Thank you, Jeff, for that. Wow. Uh, this is fantastic. I will watch it again. Again, I posted too many clips on social media. You'll find it online. Okay. That's enough of that. <clears throat> it's this kind of thing that will cause change, but uh, I don't, I don't know that the damage is done yet. This is what we've been telling people this week. Look, <clears throat> we're long, so we're getting hit. Okay. But this is when you get ready to go in aggressively, okay? We're not quite there yet. We're still in September. This is that rocky period of the month. This is when bad things tend to happen, the last few days of September. But then we're getting to to a phenomenal buying opportunity as we head into the fourth quarter. Against a great time to be long. Going into the midterm, you know the midterm uh, uh, data we've been telling you here, the analytics. The markets rally uh, all the time. Not some of the time, all the time. After the midterm elections, 18 out of 18 times, average return of 15% of the next year. Again, the market's never been down in the 12 months following the midterms. Excuse me. And we got this last night, Thursday night, too. Um, Wednesday night. Real fear is building. We saw it today, of course. Bad week. Markets down at 4% across the board. But we're seeing fear now build. How do we know that? And by the way, as a contrarian, you want all the fear you can get it's coming, because we know we're being led by an idiot, by someone that's a psychotic individual in j Powell. We just learned that the AAII Investor Sentiment Survey percentage of bears just came in at better than 60% bears for only the fifth time in history. In the previous five times that's happened, the market has been up. The next year, every time, that's five for five, with an average gain of 33%. So we've got a lot of empirical data a lot of historical data, a lot of analytics that tell us we're approaching a great time to buy. Got to get through September, and then we go into the fourth quarter. Of course, you know the end of a quarter, end of a month, beginning of a new quarter, beginning of a new month. A lot of new money coming into the markets. Uh, I think we're going to see a pivot here uh, from the Fed, unless they're just intent. Unless they're just intent on breaking things, and that has been that's been what they've done. They 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 break things. They first uh, break them to fix them, and uh, that's again Tyler covered that. On this podcast on Wednesday, um, psychotic is what it is. Uh, <clears throat> remember, a one percent increase in unemployment is ten times worse than a one percent increase in inflation. As Jay, as Jeremy Siegel said, inflation's done. Look at all the commodities crushed, right? Oil again today, crushed. They're all crushed, right? He's well, like, what are they looking at? Um, gold, you know. Look at the dollar soaring. All these things are happening because of. Uh, really illegitimate Fed policies, what we're seeing now. And it's causing things to break. Um, lumber. I mean, have you seen lumber? Wow. I mean, I don't know what the Fed's looking at. Neither does, neither does Jeremy Siegel. Also, remember this. This is this is from um, uh, The Big Short, right? Uh, the book and the movie. Uh, Tyler sent me the clip of this. If you haven't seen it, uh, this is Brad Pitt. Uh, did the clip in the movie. He said, guys, <clears throat> stop celebrating. They just closed the big deal, being short the housing market. And he said, remember... For every 1% in, increase in unemployment, 40,000 Americans die. And Jay Powell, looking into the camera, into the audience, rooting for this, rooting for more unemployment. Not The guy shouldn't have a job. You can't say that and have a job. Uh, <clears throat> All right. Listen, let's get to the markets today. Uh, you know my views here. I think we're, we're coming up on a good buying opportunity. I'm looking for capitulation now. We are hitting on the VRA investing system. We're now hitting, ext- we're extreme oversold, okay, on our short-term momentum oscillators. We're there on every major index. We're approaching extreme oversold on steroids. This is the most over- oversold our educators can get. That doesn't happen often. Listen, we'll tell you when we're there. We're almost there. Almost there. Money flows, and the only reason we're not. I don't know that we're going to get there. But if we get a lower open on Monday, we will be acting. I'll tell you what we're going to be doing we're going to be buying semiconductors we're going to be buying energy stocks we're going to be buying home builders and we're going to be buying small caps and we're going to be buying options in our in our parabolic options uh, portfolio um matter of fact in the vra portfolio and i'll be updating folks this weekend on this we're going to be looking to buy and we don't do this very often do one one to two times a year we're going to be buying a stock option an option on an etf in the vra portfolio we do it once or twice a year at these extreme conditions, which is what we're approaching now. Folks, when these happen, we are a smidgen away. What does that mean? It means uh, anywhere from a few minutes to maybe an hour hour or a day or two, not beyond that, though, from a significant turning point in the markets. And this setup here is going to be perfect for it. We're almost there, almost there. Okay, again, ugly day today. Uh, NYC today, Uh, internals. 90.7% down day, uh, NYSE uh, volume. Uh, NASDAQ, 71%. Advanced decline, 7.5 to 1, negative on NYSE. 4 to 1, advanced decline. Whole week's been like this pretty much. Folks, we had over 1,000 stocks, excuse me, over 1,500 stocks today hit a new 52-week low. You know what? I need to update that total. Holy shit. Apologies. That got worse. We had, get this over 2300 stocks today hit a new 52-week low that's combined nyse and nasdaq so this is uh this is this is this is ugly this is this is when things break okay and um again thank you federal reserve thank you jay powell but again looking for capitulation on monday Book call ratio today again this is very interesting Put call ratio now is closer to 1.36. It was up in that range all day, all day today. Big high put call ratio means a lot of people buying puts. As the contrarian, it's just what you want to see. The fear and greed index is only at 25. I we'd like to see that a whole lot lower. Uh, we don't use that as much anymore. There's been some questions about how that's calculated. Frankly, I don't check it much anymore. But I did check it today, but again, we know from the AAI investor sentiment survey that bears, again, at at uh, one of the five highest readings of all time, okay? And we know that in the DSI, the Daily Cinema Index, that we've got all our indexes now trading down below 10, which is extreme oversold, matching what we see in the VRA investing system. Okay, in our sector watch today, what did I do with that? Uh, All 11 sectors finished lower in the day, uh, uh, led by energy, uh, it got brutalized today. Energy stocks down 7% on the day. Um, all, all of oil service, EMP stocks, all down 7, 8% today. Uh, commodities finally give up the ghost today. Again, this is when things break. This is when liquidity becomes an issue in, in currencies and commodities. That's when you know things are really going badly and that Fed policy has made another mistake. That's always what it is. It's, it's always what it is. Every single time in history, the Federal Reserve causes it; they break it, then they fix it, and they pat themselves on the back. Psychotic is what it is. Gold, it's the banking cartel, folks. Gold today down twenty-nine dollars an ounce, down one point seven percent at sixteen fifty-two. Silver down three point eight percent at eighteen eighty-seven. That's down seventy-five cents an ounce. Copper down twelve cents a, 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 a pound today at uh, uh, three thirty-four a pound. Again, Doctor Copper. Again, telling you, right? There is no inflation in the system, um, and oil today uh, again down four percent, down three ninety three a barrel. Uh, at uh, excuse me, down four thirty seven a barrel, breaking below eighty dollars a barrel at uh, uh, closing right now at seventy nine dollars and twelve cents. Finally, uh, bitcoin, bitcoin is actually a store value today, only down four twenty three dollars at eighteen eighty nine. Excuse me, eighteen thousand eight hundred and ninety four. That's actually interesting and a bit encouraging. Um, we're looking for a capitulation. We're looking for an opportunity to act aggressively. We're getting close to it. Again, thank you to Jeremy Siegel. Rockstar day for you today. Watch that this weekend, folks. We'll post it in our VRA uh, uh, updates here in our next update as well. All right, folks. Always appreciate you watching. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here again up Monday after the close.